two from a particular point of view. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. We're on a mission from God. You can call me a man of cloth without cloth. Politics? Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment? Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. How dare you? How dare you? Lighten up, Francis. And nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. You lost my wall. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. Hello everyone, welcome back to From a Particular Point of View. I am Dale. If you'd like to respond, questions, comments, critiques, you know, email me at <laughs> watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It's all, yeah, pretty much the same type of thing. Um... Hey, how you doing today? Um, this is a Thursday, not rare, but not very many times, a Thursday edition of this of this podcast. Um, I have, well, pretty much the entire weekend is filled up, and even Friday evening, which is, well, originally I did it on Saturday, and I figured out, well, my Saturday gets kind of busy, so I'll do it Friday, Friday evening. Well, there's even something going on Friday evening, so I keep on my life gets so busy with things that things that I enjoy doing like this podcast other things just seems to get you reprioritize what's really important to you and even though this podcast is important to me it is not my life I do have a life and I do enjoy it and it doesn't always mean doing this podcast so I do what I can when I can how I can do it you get the idea anyway once again (laughs) this is from a particular point of view i am dale um uh let's start out with um let's see it's been a, you know, i didn't really uh, there's some things after i see as like monday or tuesday of this week i realized i've been there's been a lot of heavy things in the news i've been talking too much about really i guess that's the point to where if it doesn't really affect me like a lot of us some of us, if it doesn't really affect me personally, it's not that I don't care. It's just that it, you know, and when I'm at work at my day job, I don't always have time to pick up the phone and drop my notes in there. Okay, this just happened, or this was in the news, or whatever. And it, it's not always the time to do that. If I'm doing stuff, it's like then I think to myself, okay, I got to remember to put this note in my phone when I'm done doing this task. Of course, after the task is done, I forget. So. <laughs> So my apologize to everyone if I'm not getting all the stuff. Like, I didn't spend a lot of time on the 
Hawaii fires. I didn't spend a lot of time, of course that happened this week, on the 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 uh, storm in Florida and other things that I didn't really, you know, either that or, um, again, during my times, I only have, I, I really, I only really listen to three different news sources, and even then, it's just, it's radio news, so it comes in like five to fifteen, five to ten minute increments of, of what they think is, is, is top, you know, and that's like, I think, Fox Radio News, CBS News, and ABC News, and they're all more or less the same anymore, so it doesn't really matter too much, but anyway, uh, well, this particular episode is about the message that's being sent to people on the left, I guess. There's a few different messages, some that are taking the country, if not the world, by storm, and some, I don't know, just it's kind of, I, I see something turning here. Unfortunately, I see something else rising up to combat it, and it, and it kind of worries me, it really does. Um, anyway, so as per normal, what I'm going to do is read off some quotes here. I've been doing this, uh, I don't know if it's, if anybody, hey, if you like, if you like me reading the quotes, or if you want me to find different quotes, or just forget about the quotes, uh, send me an email, or leave a message on, let's see, because I'm also on YouTube, maybe, it depends if I get, uh, I've been deleted twice from YouTube, and I've had, um, because of copyright and frictions I've had my my episode um not deal de- but it's um it's censored I guess you could say it's only certain people I guess can see it or something and the funny thing is is I pretty much put the mo- the same stuff in there all the time usually I put in there either pieces of of, of words from my intro or Maybe the couple of the songs that I play is part of the intro, and that's it. And the funny thing is, is using the exact same things, sometimes they go, oh, you can't play that, it's trademark and friction, or they don't, don't even, yeah, go ahead, whatever. So maybe there's something on YouTube that's going, eh, I'll give it to them this week, or nope, I don't feel, no, I don't like what you said, I'm going to I'm gonna zap you with this in a little in friction or whatever. Anyway, you get the idea. Um, but you could go on Rumble. Rumble would be great, because I like Rumble, and Rumble is not near like YouTube, but Rumble is better than YouTube. <laughs> I've heard some crazy stuff on Rumble, some uh, First Amendment things, and of course, with 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 YouTube, you don't get the you don't get the the pleasure of your right of freedom of speech. You just don't get that because they call it a hate speech or they call it fake news or whatever. But again, who are they to decide what is fake news or fake speech or or fake news? You know, and to me, what who are they? They certainly aren't God, and they're not my government. Unfortunately, though, they kind of are, you know, state-run media, you get the idea. Anyway, so, yeah, send me a message, though, um, either on YouTube, or Rumble, email, whatever. Um, according to Denzel Washington, anything you practice, you get good at, including BS. Very true. If you don't read the newspapers, you're not informed. If you do read the newspapers, you're misinformed, again, from Denzel Washington. Sin will take you farther than you want to go, longer than you want to stay, and it'll cost more than you want to pay. I don't know who wrote, did that, said that, whatever, but that's pretty good. Of course, Frank Lizzo said, a conservative is a liberal who's been robbed. Could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, so, um, as per normal, I'm going to rattle off a couple here um, um, news pieces from this week. Now, a couple of these maybe have started 
last week, and I just didn't quite pay attention to it or pick it up until this week. But um, there was a shooter recently. I don't remember who it was last week or this week. I don't really don't recall. But apparently some guy... Um, I, I've heard from different sources, uh, including some of my own podcasts I listen to. Of course, the podcasts I listen to are more or less conservative, right-leaning, take your pick, whatever. And I guess the guy who did the shooting, who shoot the, shot these people, I guess, in the dollar store, um, a piece of garbage... Um, he gives, I guess, every, every white person a bad name. He's one of these, he's one of these guys that you, I, you thought only existed in the movies. I guess he's a white supremacist, literally. He's got a, he, I guess he had a swastika panel on his rifle or something. I mean, I haven't saw any pictures of him and I haven't gone too del, do devil into it, but too deeply, but there are podcasts that I listen to that actually have a staff that actually go into and research these things. So that's what I kind of listen to. Again, I'm kind of busy, so I don't got the time to go through newspapers or magazines or the internet or whatever to see, hey, what's... I mean, I don't have a lot of time for that, at least not right now. Um, so they... And the interesting thing is, is the second it came out, the second it happened, they just... Because it was... They saw, I guess, a white swastika painted on the stock, they put it out there immediately. They just threw it out there. We know who it is. Why? Who? What? Why? Here's their paperwork. Here's their manifest destiny. Here's why they did it. Here's why, why. And here... here everything's right there. Here we go. Just sit out there. Which is really amazing because a few months ago... Remember that Christian school shooting they had? Remember that? And the funny thing is that it came out that it was a transgender person who was upset... At Christianity and remember when they said that well we don't have all the facts yet so we're not gonna say anything they didn't do that with this they with this shooter with this white supremacist shooter I mean this guy should have done it no I mean he's a creep I mean what kind of guy would hate that much that guy needs to be locked up in jail or or whatever you know I would prefer it if if someone in that dollar store store would pull out a gun and return the favor that's what i would hope to see i believe the gentleman shot himself which pretty much only makes him a martyr or something anyway but uh, what kind of got me is the is the news sources that i kind of heard pieces of went out of their way to tell you all about this guy um no, there was none at all. None of this. Uh, wait, hold on. Give us a minute. We have to make sure we get the facts straight before we put it out there. No, they just threw it out there. You know why? Because he was white and he was a racist. You know, the white, that's a different story, but racist, of course, that's ugly. That's very ugly. But it just sickened me how the news was all over that. Of course, when it comes to the Christian school shooting, being a transgender person, wait, let's get the facts first. Let's not go overboard. Let's not get, let's not get anything wrong. we got to make sure we get all the facts. And to my knowledge, they still have not released the Manifest Destiny. I think that's what they call it. The paper, whatever, the document that says who, what, why, where, how, why from the, from the shooter. They still haven't let released that. They still haven't. But believe you me, they they've sure have released the one from the other guy. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that, um, here's one I thought that was interesting. Uh, I heard about this just, uh, a couple days ago or so, and apparently there's a boy, I saw the, a, a piece of a video, um, during his, the, I think he was like, what, nine or ten-ish, give or take, he looked like a nice young man, he had a backpack on, 
And on the backpack was a small patch of the Gadsden flag. And if you don't know what the Gadsden flag is, that's the Don't Tread, don't tread on Me flag. You know, the, the yellow flag with the snake curling up and it says Don't Tread on Me. Well, that's actually the Gadsden flag. I probably, I'm probably mispronouncing it. You get the idea. I actually have one somewhere in my stuff. Um, anyway, he had a the flag patch on his backpack. And I guess the teacher, I don't know if it was a teacher or a student or somebody, got offended because, as you know, as the liberals see it, it's a flag of racism, which is total crap because it is not. But um, they took the guy out, they took the young man out of school for the day because he was wearing, it was, because what he, the, the, the patch was, it was offensive to someone. And he went up there with his, I guess, his mother. And the interesting thing is, he was. T- I guess it was reported because I read a piece of it, and he's telling somebody, reporters, up things like, "Well, you know, I see all over the school Black Lives Matter signs, um, transgender signs, gay rights signs, and, and flags and everything else. But that's okay to hang up, but this isn't okay. And well, it's offensive to people. You know, that's what they say. And I guess um, the mother actually kind of, of course, took up for the kid, and. I don't know if they're going to sue the school over this. I hope they do. I so hope they sue the living pants off the school. I really do. Because what, what they did to this young man is just terrible. That's one thing I hate about liberals. Is is Free speech is okay as long as they approve of it. So, you know, if you want to put a Black Lives Matter flag over here or a transgender flag over here or a gay rights flag over there, oh, you can do that, yeah. But put up the... The Gadsden flag, put up a Trump flag, put up a um, Confederate battle flag. No, you can't do that because that's hate speech. That's missing or whatever. We, no, 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 no. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, this next thing I was I saw in the news recently, um, and <laughs> it's interesting because it's not just, it's both parties, only one only one the funny thing is is only one person of the republicans expressing this that we know of so far um but it's with mitch mcconnell joe biden nancy pelosi and there's one other person and right now i can't remember her name i think she's from california i don't remember her name anyway twice now mitch mcconnell he's getting questions asked for him uh, by reporters and something and i guess the last time was somebody asked him, hey, Mitch McConnell, you got to run again? And he, I guess he sat there for like 30 seconds and just blindly stared off somewhere, just kind of like, you know, just really not even looking at anything, just kind of like staring off into nothing. And I guess for 30 seconds, they let him do that. And then finally, a staff member or somebody says, okay, we got to we have, we have, we have, we have to go away and take care of stuff or whatever. That's the second time that's happened that we're aware of. That always also happened, what, two weeks ago, I think? He was in the Capitol taking questions, and somebody asked him a question, and he, like, kind of, again, just spaced off into into nothing-nothing. And, again, it took several seconds for his staff to, to you know, you know, hello, Senator, hello, Senator, hello, did you hear the question? Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> it, it's the same thing with Joe Biden. It really is. Only it's Joe Biden isn't that bad, but he's getting really close to it. It's the same thing with Nancy Pelosi um, and others. Um, in my personal opinion, if you have that kind of mentality, that kind of mental stability, if you are declining that poorly, especially if you're going to be in Congress, the Senate, President, whenever, resign. 
Mitch McConnell is the is is the um, majority leader of the Senate. Uh, majority, not, yeah, not Senate, but minority leader of the Senate because Democrats are ahead right now uh, in charge of the Senate, and he's a Republican. Um, I even though I vote Republican, um, I would love it if he resigned. As 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 a, as a voting Republican, I want Mitch McConnell to resign if he is that poorly, that badly suffering with his mental capacities, abilities. Get him out of his office and put somebody in there who can do the job. Same thing with Joe Biden. Same thing with Nancy Pelosi. And same thing with, um, last time I saw a video of her, she was in a wheelchair. And she had some kind of medical issue, medical problem that happened. And she was in her wheelchair, you know, driving along in a wheelchair. And a reporter says, hey, welcome back. Are you glad to get back? And I guess she says, what do you mean back? I've been back. I've been voting. Haven't you noticed? And actually, she'd been in the hospital for Something that happened, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember if it was a fall or a surgery or whatever, but um, but clearly records show that she's actually been in the hospital for some procedure, illness, or whatever it was, but she was telling this reporter, what are you talking about? I've been, I've been back to work every day voting. I, haven't you noticed? So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're going to believe, you know, the records? Are you going to believe... Somebody who has clearly no idea where she's been for however long it was. Anyway, so, yeah. Again, it, it's not necessarily, um, uh, it's not just the Democrats. Even though Democrats uh, are more in the spotlight of this, uh, it's Republicans too. And even though there's only one who's suffering with this, it could be more. And if they're that badly suffering Mentally, cognitively, cognitively, you get the idea. If there's that suffering that bad mentally and psychologically, they need to just bow out and get somebody in there who's a little younger, maybe a little bit more. They got their head on straight. You get the idea. Anyway, um, let's see what else I got in here. Um, the, the big one, I guess, that's been really hitting it is um, <laughs> I don't again. I don't remember if this was last week or if this. If this I think this might have been either a very it was last Thursday is when it happened, um, and I kind of figured it would hit big, and it did. When Trump went into the Georgia place where they're trying to charge him for the mugshot, and the interesting thing is, is that um, it, it, it makes me kind of wonder because uh, I know you get the mugshot, you get the mugshot taken, and I'm kind of wondering who took the picture. And to my knowledge, if it's an official mugshot, it's taken by an official camera by an actual sheriff's department or whatever, camera, or by a computer or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, um, they let him take, the, I mean, who took the picture? I mean, it's an awesome picture. Um, I guess the p- other people who got arrested with him, they got to choose how they wanted the picture to go. And the other, there's a female that got arrested with him. She's like the big old smiles and grins. Okay, cool, whatever. You know, but he's just, Trump's just got this look like he's ticked and he's coming for you. He just got this, his head's down, he's got that scowl on his face. It's an awesome picture. I mean, if you're going to do a mugshot, that is, that's awesome. Um, and he tweeted it out, the picture on his tweet, Twitter, X, whatever account. Um, I guess the day it happened and it just went, well, viral. And now, of course, everything with a flat surface or not so flat surface has Trump's mugshot on it. The amazing thing is, I guess in three days, um, he raised seven million dollars from 
the sell of this of this t-shirts, mugs, whatever. Anything that'll anything that'll hold a picture of Trump's mugshot. It just it's, it's right now it's it's pouring, it's making money for him. <clears throat> and again, I wondered how Donald Trump got a hold of that shot. Or maybe if when they were taking the shot, if maybe <clears throat> excuse me, somebody in his staff looks like over the shoulder of the camera, you know, doing you know, got it, you know, type thing. I mean, um, and I'm thinking to myself, don't the Democrats know what that would do for Trump? Don't they know that a mugshot would just send him just, I mean, it's the most famous now mugshot in American history with how popular Trump is. <clears throat> and of course, every time something legal happens to him, either it's an indictment or arrested or whatever, his popularity skyrockets. I understand there's even Democrats now that are saying, okay, enough is enough. Because right now I think I heard somewhere that if he does get, um, if he is arrested, well not arrested, but if he is convicted of all of his indictments, he faces what, like 900 years in prison, which is ridiculous. I'm just thinking that Democrats are so scared of what he can and will do, they're doing everything legal or not legal or not to um to to keep him from being in office i actually heard today um um on steve i was listening to steven crowder podcast today and one of the guys in the show said that that they're thinking that within the year um maybe this year or maybe well within a year's time that biden will purposefully enter us into a fighting war with Russia through the Ukraine just so we can actually be an official inofficial war just so Biden can activate the war act um there's a war act that says cuz that's what kept um Roosevelt in office for what three terms four terms is that um that war act was was activated so that anybody who's president during actual time of war will stay president to guide the country so rumor has it that um there's a thought that to keep trump out of the presidency to keep him out of the white house again they will do anything anything to keep him out so what will they do they will entice a war with russia so they can actually have an actual war um so they can keep biden in the white house which (laughs) is it biden or is it somebody else hmm because Right now, Biden's cognitive skills are maybe a step above Mitch McConnell. He he can't he can't guide squat. But however, there's been rumor that maybe Obama. This is his third term. It, it could very well be. I mean, Biden. You can see the strings coming off his you know the strings and stuff. So it could be it. Anyway, so mugshot. Trump's mugshot is the shot that's heard around the world, so to speak. So <laughs> um, anyway. Um, Again, I mentioned about um, Hawaii. Uh, my prayers go out to the people <clears throat> who lost everything. And I just hope that the rich people who watched their poor neighbors get burned, I hope they actually help them and not just buy out their property or something. Um, my heart goes out to um, to the people in uh, in Florida who lost everything. Uh, I heard a, a little piece there about, on the one I think Newsmax, they are asking the question of... Um, is okay we we everybody knows that that DeSantis is a good governor for Florida but is he 
presidential material. And I guess it came to the idea that he is a very good governor, but when it comes to being presidential, eh, maybe not so much, considering that Trump is still, what, 30, 40 points ahead of him? It just And it seems like every time legally something happens to Trump or his team, his popularity goes up, his money goes up. So, yeah, who knows? Anyway, um, so with that, um, I know I've mentioned this before. Uh, these two songs... And it goes along with the message. That's what the name of this podcast, this episode is: getting the message. Um, the first one, I don't remember if I played it before. I don't recall, but I'll play it again. Uh, it's uh, it's the first one that came out. Is try that in a small town, and everybody knows about that one. Most everybody, unless you've been living in Iraq for like the last month or so. Um, now, granted, I don't know Jason Aldean. I'm really not into country. Um, I uh, I do work for a, a radio station, um, a group of stations that one of the stations plays country music, and sometimes I go in there and do remote, you know, board operation for them. And I really don't pay attention to the music. I pay attention to the DJ when he's out doing things, you know, um, when he's out being a salesman or whatever, doing the remote broadcasts. Um, I don't listen to the music. I listen I, I, I listen for the end of things. I listen for I do programming stuff and I do, you know, board operator stuff. I listen for him and, and how it's supposed to sound, not necessarily to the music. Um, so I even though I'd never heard of him before, I might have heard his music and not even know it. And that's really not a sin, not to me it is anyway. But um, <laughs> as you know, uh, this song came out, try that in the small town, and pretty much it's about um, what happens and happens in big cities does not happen in small towns. It's just how it is. Uh, as I understand it, um, I don't remember where this was at, but I guess a busload of Antifa uh, showed up in um, a small town. Again, I don't remember where this is at. This is just what I heard a couple different sources. A busload of Antifa came by, and as they came by, driving down this road, heading toward this small town, um, they started seeing people with flags, American flags, and body armor and stuff, some guns. And at first it was just a few, and then a few more, and then a few more. And then they saw this huge crowd of people standing alongside both sides of the road. <laughs> with, and some with weapons, like sticks and clubs and guns and stuff. And apparently, as I understand it, Antifa saw these people... And what they had, and they decided, maybe we'll just stay on the bus. So I guess the bus driver just, just kept on going, because Antifa are cowards. They are. They are pitiful cowards. Um, and that's putting it nicely, at best. Um, Antifa will scream at you, yell you down. I've stood toe-to-toe with Antifa. Um, and if they don't like what you're saying, they will either scream at at you, scream you down, or they'll whip out one of those canned air horns, which is really loud to me it is, and they'll just, Hunk! you get the idea, and keep on doing that until you get, because eventually you just get tired, because uh, to a person who wants to hold a conversation, that's just conversation, two-way conversation, but they don't want to hear that, they want to hear, they want to hear them speak their own thoughts, their own values, and they want to hear their friends do the same thing, but they don't want to hear you. They just want to scream at you, down to you. They cuss you. They spit at you. They 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 punch you. They kick. You get the idea. 
Um, unfortunately, I did hear that there's a Proud Boys member looking at 30 years for his role in the J6 activities. Um, it's really sad that they're going after the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys are, the radio even calls them far-right groups. They're not far-right, they're patriots. Um, it's been told that the Proud Boys, the best way to describe Proud Boys, are a drinking club with a patriot problem. That's what I've heard them call themselves or refer to themselves as. Um, I would trust the Proud Boys much, much more than I would trust Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter Antifa, they kind of frighten me because uh, they're capable of death. They're capable of looting, um, of, of burning things up, um, arson. They're capable of that, and they do it proudly in the name of their whatever they're doing it for. I don't know. You know, uh, and Proud Boys, um, they're, they do what they do for love of country and for love of each other. They're brothers and sisters who, again, they might be a little bit rowdy sometimes, but they do it all for the country. Unfortunately, with I think with Antifa and, and BLM, they think they do it for the name of George Soros. Because, yeah, anyway. Um, anyway, um, as I was going to say, most cases with small towns, they don't put up with that stuff. You know, if you, um, if there's a, a, a people show up to burn a flag, there'll be some people there to stop them. You know, they don't mind. Um, and I mean, in most cases, even if you're just holding up a sign that says Black Lives Matter or capitalism sucks or whatever the sign may be, usually there'll be people show up there. So why do you think this way? You know, and no matter if it's pro-abortion, if it's I hate the country, if it's I hate the flag, I hate you, whatever. Because to me, BLM and Antifa, they have one thing in common, one main thing. Hate, 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 hate. They hate conservatives. They hate Republicans. They hate Trump. I remember them back in the day hating Bush. I mean, all I know from them is hate. Which is kind of weird because they describe themselves as love. I mean, if you go to any um, lesbian activist or any right or left-leaning activist, all they say, love is love, love is love. No, love is not love. God is love, but that's beside the point. So it's really weird. It really is. just. Uh, but in most cases, yeah, it's the idea of, of the small towns take care of each other. It's neighbors. I mean, after all, I mean, if you see a bunch of thieves break in your neighbor's house, you're going to let them? No chance are going to go over there and call the cops. And and if you are able to produce a firearm to scare them away or, or, or eliminate the threat, but small people in small towns, in most cases, um, take care of each other. As I've noticed in big cities, the idea was, I don't want to get involved. I don't want, I don't want, to, get, I don't want to get in the middle of this. I don't want to get involved, so just leave me out of it. And they back away. They can see somebody getting robbed, getting beat up or whatever, and they might take out their phone. Oh, let's make this be awesome on TikTok. <laughs> And the reason why I say TikTok, because I don't do TikTok, I don't like TikTok. It's Chinese, it's it's an enemy, uh, anyway, you get the idea. Um, so people in big towns really don't seem to want to be a part of the community. They don't protect the, in themselves or their neighbors. They just, me and mine, and that's all they really care about. People in small towns seem to care about themselves and each other. That's, that. yeah. That's pretty much how it is. Anyway, um, just in case you haven't heard uh, that song, um, be again, because it, it uh, 
it did come out first. It might be a little loud. I might have to adjust this volume. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of loud. Hold on, there. There. Okay, that is Jason L.D. Try that in a small town, and of course they describe there. You just don't do that. Um, we mentioned his, his granddad's gun, and you know, and people defending themselves and each other, and you know, the town and whatnot. And that's how it should be all over the country, but it's it's not unfortunate, especially in the big cities. Uh, most of that is because the big city, their 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 prosecutors are, are liberal PACs paid by George Soros, and so they're they're. Their primary job, I guess, is to, you know, of course, you can conquer, you have to divide something before you conquer it. So that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to divide the country so they can come in and conquer it. That's, yeah, anyway. Um, the next one, of course, is the one that made it big. Um, uh, by the way, uh, Try That in a Small Town um, went viral, um, got really, really popular. Uh, I'm guessing they made a lot of money for Jason Aldean. I'm guessing. Um, I really don't know because, again, I don't listen to country. And to me, uh, the music wasn't country. It was rock. 
just because you can sing in a southern accent with music doesn't make it country. But anyway, that's that's a that's a topic for another time. <laughs> um. Anyway, this one here, I first heard about this. I think a good two and a half weeks ago or so, and and I commended the man for his beard. He's got a big, full red beard, <laughs> and um. His name, well, it's said on my Facebook page, I think, or somewhere, I think, Twitter or Facebook, whatever, um, Oliver Anthony Music. And apparently he is a musician. I guess he either did or does work in a factory. What his factory produces, I have no clue. Somewhere, I think, in West Virginia, I think, or somewhere in that part of the country. Um, and I guess he actually owns a piece of land, um, and he has a trailer on it, so pretty much this trailer... Um, or is it, no, he doesn't, well, he owns the, he owns the land, but he actually there's, he put a piece on, I think Facebook or Twitter, I think it was Facebook, and I read through, I read through it, and, um, oddly enough, um, uh, his land's not paid off, but his trailer is, so he lives in a trailer on his own land, uh, and I don't remember what town it was at, but he, some of what he was saying, I'm thinking, gee, it's kind of personal business, isn't it? But hey, if that's what you want, dude, if that's you want, to, if you want to put all your laundry out there, what he wanted to do was he wanted to put out all his laundry out there so nobody could use anything against him, because he was sure that somebody would say, like, like Oliver Anthony isn't his real name. I think his name is Chris Anthony, but Oliver Anthony, I believe, was his grandfather's name. So he wanted to put that out there just in case, because because well, what happened with his music, and of course, the, the, his song is about. The Richmond, for, uh, north of Richmond, D.C.-ish area, I'm guessing. And there's not, it doesn't paint them in a, in a, in a nice light. Um, now this song, I tried to take out, because the, there's like three, maybe four cuss words in it. And I did my best to take them out. I may not sound overly professional, and I, mean, I think I might have missed one. But if it slips up, um, my apologies ahead of time. It's just not, it's not meant to be that way. Because you know, if you listen to this podcast for a while, um, I don't like expletives. And I don't use them if I can possibly help it. Um, so yeah, this one here is, uh, again, um, Oliver Anthony. And his song, um, Richmond, North of Richmond. So, um... This this one here has gotten all the attention. Bye. 
Sorry about that. That one slipped. Anyway, in, in case you've been living under a rock, that was this, the, the song that skyrocketed. Uh, I did see a video piece on uh, a... Um, when I first... when I The very first time I heard the, the, his, this song in full, uh, somebody had put together a conglomerate of people who were reviewing this song on, on, on video. And there were people, I mean, different races, different people, different ages. And the amazing thing is that there, I'm, I'm watching these people, these different people, as they're watching this video, as they're listening to this man sing, and all of them, yes, all of them, yes. And the strange thing is, there's a few people that actually had tears down their eyes. It's like they felt his passion. They felt his cry. They 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 heard him. They felt him, which is why, you know, he his song just viral. I think it's more like mega viral. Uh, I believe on when I brought when I recorded this. This is a recording when I recorded this off of YouTube just about 20, 30 minutes ago. Um, on YouTube at that particular time, it had what five fifty-one million plays, and that's just YouTube. And I'm sure it's more than that. <laughs> and the amazing thing is, is that this song is number one in America for like the last two weeks, not just Billboard top, but I mean number one. This song even beat out what Taylor Swift. They announced this, I think, it was last week. I think in the last week that even. Taylor Swift got beat up. This song is number one on, I think, every major song uh, list. It just, you know, again, I think I also heard that um, the at one particular time, the three top songs of the country were all country songs. And at one particular time, it was this one at number one, Try that in a small town, and number two, and something else. I don't really pay attention to it because I didn't didn't sound familiar to me. So it's like, okay, whatever. But Im imagine that. And what the mind blowing thing about this is, this man is not a musician. Well, he is a musician. He does play his guitar. He plays it very well. But he's not a professional musician. Jason Aldrin, Aldine, whatever. He actually has a band. He actually has people who put together a video. He, I guess, he tours. He's actually a professional musician. Um, Mr. Anthony is not a professional musician. Uh, I'm sure there are many people out there who play guitar, piano, whatever, just out of enjoyment, as he does. He is not a professional. However, um, I understand that right after this got viral, a music producer offered him like $40 million, and he turned it down. Um, I also heard that somebody offered him $100 million, for something, and rumor has it, I, I again, I'm, like you can trust the internet. However, I did hear a piece. I don't know how true this is. I really don't. That that somebody offered him a hundred million, and he took that. He said, "You just, you know, you're just trying to bid for a better offer." I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I know that um, he can't go anywhere now without being hailed as a hero. I guess um, I. Uh, I saw a video of him driving somewhere. I don't remember if it was YouTube or Twitter or whatever it was, but uh, he was had his phone out there and recording himself about, you know, I guess he did a show, and 
for four hours, people coming up to him, handshakes, hugs, telling their stories, getting autographs. Um, the funny thing is, I don't think his show was four hours long, but his meet and greet with the people was over four hours long. So right now, what he represents is what we need in the country. We need a heart. We need strength. We need you know people telling it like it is. Um, it's getting the message, getting the message out. I think that's what the song is doing is getting out the message, kind of like um, the boycotts. Um, you know, as I understand it, um, Target lost a lot of money because of their stupid broasting of their Pride Month. I guess they lost a whole bunch of money. Disney losing a bunch of money because they're going woke. Budweiser lost billions because of their promotion of what is whatever that guy's name is. The guy who thinks he's a girl. They've lost billions. Most of these companies that go full woke lose billions of dollars. Um, do they get the message? Probably not, because right now, because their top people in their country are more are more liberal. They, it's interesting that when I was in college, it was told that um, that most of the peop, most of the businesses out there are selling things. They sell things to benefit people with money. Who's got the money? The people who are like twenty to thirty-five or something like that. Um, however, they're never home. They're out there doing things. They're out there enjoying life. And so, if you like go home and watch Jeopardy or whatever, what old people watch TV shows, that old people watch. They always see commercials with young people having fun. And why? Because they know that old people probably will not buy their products. However, the young people will. And they're hoping that if they can just get that one little percentage person who's maybe maybe watching TV with their grandparents or their parents, or just maybe they get home because they're sick, whatever, then if they can get that money from that one person, I guess it all makes their while. So, so maybe that's the way it is with, with some of these woke companies. If they're thinking that maybe... Um, if we just inundate the woke culture, maybe we'll get the money from our target audience who is liberal, gay, black, whatever, whatever. I mean, so, and to some people, the boycotts help, and to some, maybe not so much. Uh, we're all seeing it right now, again, um, Richmond, north of Richmond, um, <laughs> number one, I think for the last two weeks, number one in the billboards, number one, the the very the most. I mean, even outdid Taylor Swift. Now I know who Taylor Swift is, but that's about it. I know she's a singer. Um, I've heard she writes her own songs, but I can't confirm that. Um, I've never heard any of her music, to my knowledge. I, again, I know who she is. She's an entertainer. But other than that, I don't know squat about her, and I really don't care to know anything about her. Uh, anyway, so um, let's see here. So anyway, um, yeah, it's just, it's the message there, you know. Are we get are we getting the message out to these people? Are we? Um, partially, I'm thinking. I think maybe the left, progressives, liberals, Democrats, whatever. I think they're like waking up a little bit, but not really enough to. Well, I think maybe they maybe they're getting scared because they know that everything good, decent in America, is represented by Trump. And they hate Trump, which means they hate America. I understand that Mark Levin came out a book, came out with a book recently called "Why Democrats Hate America," and he's already getting some pushback for it. Of course, he is. But uh, 
it just seems like Democrats, progressives, liberals, they hate this country. Again, I, I've said it before. Um, in my opinion, we did not win the Cold War. You know, the Cold War with Russia, we did not win that. They just, they, it, it's, it got suspended. Because in case you didn't know, the Korean War is not over. It's just there's an armistice. There's a, there's a ceasefire that's been going on since 1953, I think. So, yeah, nobody won this Korean War. It's, a, it's just an armistice. It's, it's a ceasefire. I think the same thing happened in a matter of speaking with the Cold War. Uh, we did not win. Um, they've won. We've won some battles. Um, Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev tore down that wall. Thank you, Mr. Ronald Reagan. May you rest in peace. But um, did the Soviets win? They're winning. Uh, did we win? Not so much. Again, we're losing battles because everyone who had that same Soviet idea in Russia, they went underground and they got jobs in our in our um, in our university system. They got jobs in our government. I mean, it just it just it's just amazing everybody out there the way they talk. It sounds to me like what your typical Soviet era leader would talk. Anyway, uh, so please comment about this. Any, any thoughts, questions? Again, watercoolercomments at, at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Also, leave your comments at Twitter and on Rumble. And uh, this this uh, the audio part of this podcast is also on Getter. It's going to be on Twitter, X, whatever, and on True Social. So, um, yeah, uh, leave me comments, questions, whatever thoughts about it. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. So, my friends, until... Next time, um, until next time, this is Dale, and you have been listening to From a Particular Point of View. So until next time, my friends, have a great day. God bless, and take care. See you next time. Bye-bye.